Welcome to All Comic Interviews. This is an interview we did at Calgary Expo 2015 uh, with the great Ryan Ferrier. We thought it was so good we would share it twice. That and we had some uh, issues recording new ones this week. So uh, we'll be back next week with a brand new one. Until then, uh, enjoy this interview. Ryan Ferrier is awesome. Buy all his books and enjoy. Comic.com here at the 10th anniversary of the Calgary Expo. I'm sitting here with Ryan Ferrier. Uh, you know him from Curb Stomp. You'll know him from Dave uh, through IDW. You know him from some uh, Sons of Anarchy, uh, another book with a animal in a suit that happens to practice law that I can't talk about. Um, how's it going, Ryan? It's going awesome, man. How are you? Not too bad. Not too bad. How's the con going for you? It's great. It's busy as hell. And uh, yeah, it's doing all right. That's good. It's, you know, sometimes busy is good. Sometimes busy is bad. Yeah. Let's uh, let's jump right in. Let's talk about Dave. Let's talk about uh, yeah, yeah. Dave. Started as uh, a monkey brain digital first, yep. uh, and then you jumped to IDW. How did that happen? Uh, well, we were shipping, shopping around the trade, uh, you know, because there's been a, most of the monkey brain books. Once they're wrapped, they someone somewhere picks them up <laughs> for a trade. Uh, usually, it's IDW. Uh, there's been some books that Dark Horse did a, Dark Horse did a couple. Image did one. Uh, and so we were kind of shopping it around, and a couple people, you know, bid on it, but ultimately it, we went with IDW, and then it was their idea to kind of uh, run with it uh, with monthly singles. So I think they were kind of trying it out, and I guess they had a lot of belief in it, you know? They, they supported it, and so now we're doing the monthlies, yeah. Now, for somebody that has never read it, um, I, I wouldn't even know where to begin. How would you describe Dave? Um, Dave is basically a, uh, in the future, after robots have annihilated all life in the universe, and, uh, they become humans, so they have, they have jobs, they have mortgages, they have cars, they have wives, boyfriends, partners, pets, uh, and so as such, the leader of the army, uh, he works a nine-to-five desk job now. And, and he's miserable and he hates it and the book essentially it's a setup for his midlife crisis um, and it, it gets it, it gets a lot more uh, you know it's tons of action and comedy but also a nice balance of, of a slice of life kind of black comedy thing it's definitely definitely got a lot of comedy in it oh, thank there, you. there's a lot of great beats and moments in that book you just you can't you can't help but you know, you're reading it wherever you're reading it. You're, you're reading it. You're laughing out loud. Well, like there, there's lots of moments like that. Nobody cares about Jason Momoa, damn it. <laughs> He's hot. Jason Momoa's hot. You can leave that in there, apparently. Um, His dick is as thick as a Coke can. I've seen it. It's like Pringles. He could wear a Pringles can on his dick. Full right to the end, eh? None of, the, none of this half bag stuff. He's, he's got to hold the base because it never gets fully erect because it's too big. There's not enough blood in his body to fill it. <laughs> Anyways, 
Sorry. <laughs> oh, we want a tangent there, you know, sorry. <laughs> Maybe you leave that one in. <laughs> uh, so you got uh, the, the, the issues from Monkey Brain being reprinted as singles. Yeah. Um, you got uh, like a Fiona Staples did uh, number one. You guys are local, good friends with Fiona. Yep. So one of the best covers for sure. Amazing. Um, any other special guest covers? You can, I'm kind of looking at one over there. Well, we've got the, um, the Monkey Brain covers are the subscription variants. Uh, for all five and then Valentin Ramon the artist uh, interiors he's done five new covers for the print version uh, and those actually when you line them up side by side they make one like long diorama oh, cool. piece or not diorama but you know what I mean yeah like yeah just one big picture like one big picture yeah, yeah. yeah. so we did those new for the print uh, and there's also uh, every issue's got um, new pinups from various up and coming artists included I've always wondered, how do you, how, do you personally select, like, do you know people that you're like, hey, you want to draw something? Like, yeah, okay. Do you, or is it something that the publisher has more of a hand in, or how does that, how do you guys pick pinups? It's interesting, with Dave, um, when it landed at IDW, they were actually, they're, they're, they've been actually, they've been very supportive and great to, you know, facilitate and work with and, and help and all that, uh, but they're very hands-off, they're like, no, this is, you guys had your lightning in a bottle, so, like, you keep that, and uh, so, yeah, I've been, I've been doing the, um, choosing the pinup artists or they've been sending it in to us uh, we also have actually because the page count with monkey brain was a bit more fluid being digital um, we had to fill some pages with back matter for the print so I've actually me and Valentine have come up come up with a bunch of new back matter stuff like uh, well you have to pick up the issues to see them but we've got like ads and like funny ads and, and newspaper stuff from from the future earth uh, so that and that's all been us. We've just been doing everything. So yeah. Just add us up to like your twenty-two page count or yeah. something, right? Because Monkey Brain was generally like a ten-page digital before, wasn't it? Yeah, it in, was. In around it was really fluid. Like it was all over the place. We tried to keep Dave around the twenty-page mark. Uh, there was a couple issues that ran under and a couple that ran over. Uh, I think the smallest Dave issue is seventeen, and the largest was twenty-five. So, but there's some that are like ten pages. Yeah. So after it was five issues that are being yep. reprinted in singles, you guys are going to have uh, a trade, yep. just regular paperback, like no special hardcover edition in the works. I know, I know, IDW likes to do that kind of stuff. Yeah, but uh, we haven't talked about like the how we're going to physically do it, uh, but we're doing it. I think it's September is when we're collecting it. Uh, don't quote me on that; it might change, but I believe it's late summer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then is there plans for more afterwards? Are you guys going to continue? Is it like a uh, similar idea to like, you know, soccer? I mean, obviously you already had the five written, but, yeah, yeah. you know, you, you, you do your five issues, trade comes out, and then you start another arc, trade comes out. Are you like that kind of idea in the works or anything else like that? It's We haven't officially said anything yet, and, and I can't officially say anything yet, but it's it's very, 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 very likely that, yes, it is very likely that w- that you there will be more Dave, probably, maybe. He doesn't sound sure about it. Very, 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 very likely. I don't know. Well, guess we'll see in July if someone says anything. If it's a yes or no, in July on the back cover of day five, we'll we'll know. Okay, we'll have to keep an eye out on that. We'll have to keep it. Well, maybe it'll be a surprise. Yeah, I'm probably gonna get in shit right now, but <laughs> that's okay. We can edit it out if you want. <laughs> we'll, we'll edit out at least two varies. All right, and then then it'll be it'll get on the ropes. Yeah, we don't know. Uh, let's talk about uh, other work. You're you're working for Boom Studios as well. Yep. Uh, on Curb Stomp. Yep. Uh, describe that one for us. 
Curb Stomp is a street-level kind of punk rock survival book. Uh, it's it's essentially three gangs that are that are in turf wars with each other. Uh, kind of, they're, and they're targeting one gang in particular called the Fever, uh, who are coincidentally comprised of all women, and uh, it deals with some real issues and themes and messages that that are a real uh, that are really being talked about right now uh, in, in media and in real life and so uh, it's kind of taking that and and melding it into uh, uh, you know a kick-ass narrative about these gangs that are playing a cat and mouse game of wiping each other off for, for turf supremacy. Cool, cool. I always wondered, you know what? You, I mean, you got some with IDW. You got some stuff with Boom. Uh, I've seen another one. Uh, obviously, your own. Um, how do you, how do you, how do you shop your books? Like, is it, is there one publisher you know you want to work with, and you just kind of like, let's do, let's go, let's go, let's go? Or are you open to whoever would want to? Like, I mean, you're not contractually obligated to work with anybody, right? Right, right. No, there's no obligation. I'm, I mean, I'm it's so early in my career that like I'm hungry for work, so like. I'll I'll take whatever chance I can get if it's a story that I can do I can tell. Um, so, I mean, it, it, there's I think rarely in comics do you, does a pitch or a submission ever work uh, where it's very you know unsolicited and cold. I think that there has to be some it has to be an organic kind of uh, relationship and and because there's a lot of trust that publishers put in creators. And it's a lot of risk as well, so there's a and and, and that's uh, that goes both ways. That goes for the creators with the publisher as well. Um, so it's got to be very natural and 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 a good working relationship. I've been lucky to work with you know fantastic editors and great companies that are that believe in the work that we're all doing. Um, and so you know you just hope that it, that kind of takes you you know other places and snowballs. Um, but yeah, no, I'm, I've, I've, I've been very lucky to work with some amazing people. And that's across the board from artists to colorists to letters to editors. And yeah, you, you know, the, every time your name's on a book, definitely. The, the, the art's always great. The color's always great. Like, it's always it's a complete package. Oh, you know what I mean? It's not like a, I don't, know, I don't want to say half-ass. That's not, not the right word. Right. But, everybody's you know, everybody's like, it, yeah. yeah, everybody's into it. They're at top of their game. You know, it's, it's always, always really good looking. Thank you. Um, also with Boom, uh, you got you are working on the uh, the IP Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, uh, took over for Ed Brisson. Yeah, um, how do you how, how did that happen? How do you jump into something like doing your old stuff and all of a sudden, hey, we have the Sons of Anarchy book. You want to write it? Like, how does that work? Yeah, it was it was kind of out of the blue. Um, it it uh, I mean because I worked with Boom bef- before Sons of Anarchy, uh, and and I guess you know uh, they were floating names and and my name came up and uh Daphna reached out to me and and I sent her some of my my stuff and that included the Brothers James and that Brothers James is very tonally like like Sons of Anarchy and so it deals with the kind of um same you know it's made out of the same cut from the same cloth and uh I think that Brothers James has a lot of kind of lightness to the dark as well and a lot of youth and and you know that kind of uh, uh, that kind of vibe. So I think I, I think that's what might have attracted them to it, uh, and that's 
and I was a huge fan of the show. Like that was that was I think a really important as well. Uh, so yeah, and and the, the opportunity came up for me to pitch on it, and uh, luckily I managed to woo them enough with with my pitch that that's just coming out. Obviously, uh, an IP like Sons of Anarchy is not the size of a Marvel book or a sure. DC book or something. How much freedom do you really have? Uh, working within that world, like do, I, do you always have to talk to like the creators, or is it an editor that then goes to creators? How how does that kind of relationship work between people that invented it and like the show? Yeah, and then you have to do this this on the you know other stories within these things. Sure, I mean it's it's a balance in that um, it has to be in continuity, it has to be in canon, and uh, you know it, it has to be true to the show. It has to be true to the characters and and. You have to be because typically we set the arcs in between seasons. You have to be aware of of where they are before that your this, this new story starts and where they're going to be afterwards. But other than that, um, it's it, I was actually surprised at how free, uh, free how much free range I had. Like when 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 I was first asked to pitch on this first arc, um, they were the, Boom was very much just like no seriously like come up with anything you want there's no stipulations uh and and just come up with a really great sun story that you want to tell and and i've 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 the first arc i'm doing is coming out now and i'm actually starting writing on the uh second arc today so that's um that's been approved and everything uh and they're both they're both completely my stories um that just happen to fit within this, and there's Fox does approve. You know, they obviously have to look through and 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 approve everything. But they but they're really encouraging, and they they don't they don't like to change. You know, the visions because I think it, we all line up pretty perfectly. And uh, but yeah, I was surprised at how much free range I had. I know that you know that's that's good to hear. Obviously, you don't want to have it too stifled. Yeah, and obviously, you don't want to have too much freedom where you're. You know, changing how a character is, especially. I mean, the fans of, of Sons of Anarchy are pretty rabid. Oh yeah, I would say. So I'm sure if you started doing like random stuff, oh, yeah, you yeah. you would hear about it pretty quick. Yeah, for sure. And you probably wouldn't get a second arc, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Um, you mentioned uh, Brothers James there. Did that yeah. ever? Did that get collected from some from uh, another publisher? Is it still through Challenger? Or? It's still through Challenger. We've got one issue left. Uh, it it came at a weird time for Brian and I because it's just two, it's a two man book. And uh, we both just got insanely busy uh, right after the fourth issue came out. And, like, Brian's, Brian's doing amazing work now. He's got an image book coming out, Man- The Mantle with Ed Brisson. Uh, and he's, he's doing tons of work. And, and I had a bunch of books come out. So it's, you know, sometimes if you're still in the middle of self-publishing, you got you to, gotta, the passion projects, you got to work on them when, when you can. Yeah. So, uh, but we're still going to wrap it up and we'll collect it and will do right by it because that was actually that was what I consider my first passion project um, that's kind of, that's, that was actually the first time that I saw your name oh, awesome. in, I think it was at uh, Another Dimension or something oh yeah and I was like oh what's this and I kind of like flipped through it and stuff yeah. and checked it out and that was the first time and then it was the other book and then I saw you here actually shortly afterwards yeah. uh, two or three years ago awesome. and yeah we were looking at that and, ch- and checking out some of your stuff yeah, yeah. Uh, you were sitting with Riley I think and Riley was like uh, Riley was throwing that, me yeah. yeah he was throwing me um uh, Rebel Blood, I think, was out yeah. then and stuff. So yeah, it was, it was a while back. That's awesome. And uh, so yeah, I mean, I, I wonder what happened to that book. Kind of, you know, I didn't really I haven't seen it for a while. Yeah. It was done. I didn't really hear what happened with that. Yeah, so it's, it's the same as Tiger Lore. It's just, it just, it, it, they both came at the at a weird time where we got so busy that. Uh, but we're gonna we're, we're gonna revisit both. So yeah. And, and, and 
wrap it up at yeah, least, right? Yeah, we have to, yeah. yeah. Um, what uh, what do you have uh, coming up? You have, I mean, how much more work can you really be doing right now? What do you? Um, <laughs> I've got so curb stomps uh, three's out next week, which is the uh, it's like the last Wednesday of April, and uh, then fours in May, which ends the series. Uh, Sons of Anarchy is ongoing. Uh, Dave, like I mentioned, we're gonna keep doing that and then collect a new trade. And then maybe very 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 likely it'll be a, it'll keep going. Uh, I've got a short story in Bravest Warriors, uh, the Holojohn special, in May, which I'm pretty jazzed about. Uh, because like a big, like a 25 issue, like a, like a number 25, where they have like a bunch of shorts in there. Yeah, it's like an oversized one shot, and it's got just it's like an anthology book. Uh, it's all Bravest Warriors, and I'm super proud of my story. It's like it's fucking bonkers. Sorry if I can no, swear. That's fine. And it, it's super funny, and I'm really happy about that. And uh, and and uh, then I've got, I think I've got like two unannounced series um, coming at the end of the year, and uh, those should be great. I wish I could talk about them, but I can't. And then, I, industry, and then I got one really huge thing coming in July, which I can't talk about yet. And they're going to announce it in July? No, they're going to announce it, I think, like within the next two or three weeks. Okay. Yeah, uh, it's a small thing, but it's a huge thing. So I'm pretty jazzed. It's big for me. It, it'll come out, they'll talk about it, and people will be like, oh, that's it. But for me, <laughs> for me, I've been jazzed about it. So, yeah. yeah that's what counts, Matt, yeah. as long as you're happy. Um, you also do some lettering as well? Yeah, I do. Uh, do, you, do you, on only your own stuff? How, no. like, how does that... I you start. Uh, that's kind of how I got started in in the in the in the comics. I I, I got started. I wrote an online webcomic for two years uh, by Penny Farthing Press called Terminals, and I started. I, I lettered Terminals because the editor asked me to do it because uh, I was a graphic designer, which I learned doesn't really help you when when you're starting lettering. So, uh, but yeah, but from that, I, I kind of basically like have just followed Ed Brisson's career path almost literally where I'm stealing his work like Sons of Anarchy but push him out of the way and do it you're out of here you're out of here yeah and then so uh, no I love Ed and uh, so yeah I've been lettering a ton of a ton of books just where I can like uh, I've lettered for Image and Oni and Dark Horse and Monkey Brain and Boom and Black Mask Uh, so and that's been that's been really great for me to learn a lot about especially writing you know and, and to learn about the production of comic and artwork and 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 meet editors and and just learn the learn the industry and get your foot in the door. Yeah, absolutely. I know a lot of people that have gotten into the industry, like not getting in, but they've become part of the industry through all other ways, uh, like color flatting and and coloring and and logo design. Like Tim Daniel, he does a bunch of design and he's oh, he, also he's a writer. Good yeah, yeah. And uh, like I know Chris Sabella did a lot of flatting too. Oh, did he? Yeah, and. Uh, yeah, and Ed Brisson did lettering, so that's kind of, and I still do it because I enjoy it. Also, it gets it lets me do comics work and kind of relax at the same time. Because when I'm writing, you, you you know you're invested in it, but with lettering, you can you know put on some music You've and got some words there, and you just yeah. got to make it work. Right? You can work on some comics and listen to some music. So I've always wondered. I mean, obviously, you being a letterer, you might be a little more biased, but I don't know what it is about. I feel like lettering. Not so much coloring anymore. Coloring has really gotten more of a, a stage where people are appreciating it more, learning more names, Jordi Belair, yeah. Kelly Fitzpatrick, that kind of stuff. Um, lettering always seems to take like a third seat, not even a back seat. Like, why do you think that is? You think it's just taken for granted? Here's the words, boom, there it is. I mean, I know when you look at um, there was a, a Adventure Time book, yeah. and uh, her name escapes me, and she hand lettered everything. 
Uh-huh, yeah. And, uh... Was it Kate Leff? Yeah, was it? Maybe it wasn't Leff. Or Natasha? I feel like it was Britney something. Okay. And she had... And it was great, like, really wicked cursive and everything. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, that kind of stuff will really stand out. But, like, what about regular comic lettering, you think, seems to go so kind of just ignored by... Reviewers, yeah, yeah. You know I, mean? I think it's because good lettering is unnoticed. I think because that's that's the key. That's the key to lettering is you want you don't want people to notice the lettering. I mean, unless it's very stylized, then yeah. you notice it. But but most of the time, you don't want people to notice the lettering. You want it to be very uh, seamless. You just want them to read, focus on the art and the story. And so that's the letters. You know, I'd say their number one job is to is to letter in a way that you don't notice. Uh, and so I think that what that translates to is a lot of people don't appreciate lettering, um, the nuance and the, and the, and the, the skill set that it, that it goes because it does have a very specific skill set. Um, I've heard from a lot of people that try like, yeah. their own comics and say it's, it's like yeah. the hardest thing they've done. Go, yeah, like go to a con and find an artist, you know, someone working, and ask them to name you their five favorite letterers. I, you'd be hard pressed to find someone to name more than two or three. I think so, yeah. You know, uh, but I, you know, I, that just comes with with the with what lettering is, and like I said, it's just it's something that you, if you're doing it right, you don't really notice it. Uh, if you know, if you see bad lettering, it'll punch you in the face. Yeah, you'll yeah. notice that. For sure. You'll notice yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. No, that, you know, that's a really good way to put it. That's yeah. that's that makes a lot more sense too. I've always kind of wondered how I. You know how to put that, verbalize yeah. it, and make sense yeah. of it. So that's I mean, they make up for it because letters get paid so much. Do they? No, fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. I mean, yeah. maybe it's their the hidden gem. Nope, no. It's the letters of the last person to touch your book before it goes to print, and the deadlines never change. But everyone else takes the same, or it takes longer, right? You have two days to letter this whole book. Ah, shit. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Lots of over, lots of all nighters when you letter books. But but you know what? It's fun. It's good. That's, I mean, yeah. that's that's the best part. Yeah, right? that, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Uh, where can we find you uh, online on the Twitters and all that fun Best stuff? Best place to find me online is uh, Ryan Ryder on Twitter. And uh, that's, you know, you can find all my stuff there. I'm on Tumblr a lot too, rfarrier.tumblr. And uh, that's pretty much the best place to, to get me get at me. Yeah, yeah. Most yeah. people have like one or two and yeah, I'm everything a, else kind of thing. I'm a pretty accessible dude, so, yeah. I appreciate it. Great interview, man. No, I wish you all the best. I, I, I hope that the really, really likely Dave turns into an absolute. I hope so, too. Um, <laughs> I look forward to more, man. Thank all you all so the time. Yeah, all yeah. the best. Man. Thank you. Awesome. So much.